Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. Thank you for joining us yet again as uh, in this episode, we take a look at the uh, Xbox showcase. As always, I'm joined by the lovely Jamie and the extra deliciously lovely Alex Jones. How you doing, fellas? Oh, Fathers? thank you very much. That is extra delicious. I'll take it. Extra delicious. Yeah, I'm, don't I'm know on. Why I'm not delicious? No, nah, you know what? You're, you're okay. I mean, I'm on my AJ jaunt today. You know. Okay. Jamie's a bit enough. salty. A bit too yeah. salty sometimes. Yeah. No, Accurate. no JM. AJ. Uh, for those of you who are listening to us for the first time, we are the preeminent podcast on all things Hollywoodlands. So welcome. Enjoy your time here. Uh, but today we're going to do something different. Actually, just talk about video games. So, you know, mm. if you came here for Holly Valance, sorry. You know, shit out of luck. Um, but yes, 70% okay. of our audience are saying, who the hell is Holly Valance? Google her. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, we're a gaming podcast. Uh, we are available on YouTube and on uh, major podcasting platforms of your choice. So if you're listening to us on a podcasting platform, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash super show pod. And if you're on the Super Show Pod on YouTube, then you can head on over to Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, a couple of other boring ones, and just search Super Show Podcast, and we should show up there. Um, I feel every time you call that, like, you say the other boring ones, I feel bad for the fact that they host our podcast, no, and no. then you slag them off in every single no, but the thing, the thing is, though, Jones, you're like, we're on, like, fucking 10 different podcast platforms. I'm not going to sit here and just talk about all of them, like... You know, just I, say other other respectable podcast platforms. But where's the spiciness in that, Alex Jones? Yeah, fair enough. Extra spicy, mate. I forgot. Come That's on. your new kick, isn't it? Exactly. Extra, Extra spicy. spicy. I'll tell you what, just before we get into shit, I, I bought a pack of Dorito, a new Doritos flavor, which is uh, Doritos Flaming Hot Tangy Cheese. And let me no. tell you, I, I thought it was like the, the, the Flaming Hot, like, um, like Monster Munch or the... Uh, uh, what are those other ones? The the Watsits or whatever. But it's not that. It, this is a completely different flavor and it's so fucking hot. It's it's yep. insane, actually, how hot it is. But that can be a good thing sometimes. I was talking to our good friend Steph Murphy the other week about really, really spicy crisps or yeah. chips to anyone watching stateside. Mm. And we were saying how actually the benefit of it can be that you can only eat so much at any one yeah. sitting and you have to put it down. So yeah. you have one bag of crisps for about four days because you can have a handful every three yeah. hours. Now, look, you, you guys know me. Like, I can handle my heat, but I was eating these chips and I was like, because, you know, like certain heat just builds and builds, right? And eventually I was like, oh, my God. I said to my wife, you've got to get me a, a glass of milk here. I'm, like, really suffering. Uh, but And then she's like, so why are you eating them then? And I said, well, part of the fun of spicy food is actually the suffering. Yeah, yeah, I guess true. so. You know, the punishment. You know, the sweats and the oh my god, when is it going to end? Anyway, yeah. I I like spice, but I can't be do, I can't be messing with the spicy crisps. I'm just not a fan. Oh, that surprises me. Uh, that, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that surprises all, me as well. Yeah, I think of the three of us, you are the 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 spice, the heat master. That anyway. was one of the first things I found out about you was that you really <laughs> liked spicy food and hot sauce. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. And then Chris brought De Bomb into the office, which is that's, pretty... Uh, that's what I was referring to, because I had one... intense. You imagine the prong of one fork. I had that much <laughs> dipped in it, and I was drinking milk for the rest of the day. And then, like, the week afterwards, you were putting it willingly on KFC. <laughs> a tiny, tiny bit. Like you, I think I had a soup once, and I think I put three drips in the soup, and it was the, it was good. It was the right amount of <laughs> eat, three, and a big old soup as well. Yeah, shout, shout out De Bomb. It's fucking great. Anyway, uh, Enough about the hot sauce talk. We are a <laughs> podcasting, uh, a gaming podcast that is, you know, sponsored almost entirely. I mean, there's a few ads on this now, but we're not, we're not making money from that. 
but uh, we are sponsored entirely on our Patreon. So if you head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show, you can help us make this show the best show it can be. All right. This, it's all possible because of you guys. Uh, if you are a patron already, thank you. And if you are thinking of being a patron, not, you're not saying you have to, but go check it out. Check out tiers. Okay. So we've got some cool stuff there and it's only going to get better with time. You can check out, if, if, like if you sign up on our lowest tier, you get access to our Discord server where we are on constantly. Well, I say constantly, but mostly. Well, at least me and Jamie. Jonesy, every now and then. He's like, he's like a shiny Shocking. Pokemon. You're like a shiny Pokemon, dude. Like, yeah. it's, good. it's good when you show up. It's, it's like, you know, <laughs> you, you keep them wanting more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've also got um, some, you know, behind the scenes videos. We've got some extra podcasts. In fact, we just recorded one of those podcasts today. So hopefully it'll be out in time beginning of next week, I imagine, uh, called uh, Super Show After Dark, where we just uh, shoot the shit, basically. Don't really talk about video games, but just talk about some other interesting, unique topics. And I guess you just have to uh, pledge to find out what we talk about. Um, but before we get into a catch up of what we've been doing and talking about that Xbox showcase, all the first party games, we are just going to give quick shout outs to Aaron Cameron, Bet- Brett Zerbrig, Haxel Bookreed, Javela Cujo, Leo Merger, Manuel Guerrero, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Robert Rottermond, William Sherry. And of course, these, these are the big boys, you know, the, the one step above. It's good old fucking Lonnie Thompson, Peaswad, showing up to the party. The dude abides showing up to the party. And of course, the always spectacular Skylar Music right up there. So a salute to all of you. Thank you so much for your patronage. Thank you, dudes. You are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I really like doing that section. I've been telling people on the Discord lately when we've been having chats, usually around the Minecraft server, sort of chat stuff. Ooh, sorry. That's, but, a, that's a very good point. We have a Minecraft server that you can access oh, yeah. if you join the, the Patreon. I think the, we're like 13 people strong now. It's going good. It's but decent, we've yeah. been hanging out in the voice chat recently, and I've been telling people, I legitimately thought that the Patreon would be like kind of is it called a bell curve like as slowly going up yeah, the beginning yeah, yeah. as you launch it then i thought we'd peak it around february and march and, then go down, and, yeah. and it'll be all downhill from there of course i didn't tell you guys that because <laughs> i would have seemed pessimistic but i've been pleasantly surprised at just how generous people have been and keeping us afloat especially during these really strange times dude it's it's yeah. crazy like sometimes because we'll get like an email alert every time a new patreon comes up and you know whether it's $2 or $50, I'm always like, oh my God, dude, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, um, it's crazy. And, and I can't wait until they, they join the, the Discord server and we can like hang out with them because there's some really like genuinely cool people. Uh, yes. What I find interesting though is, you know, you can put any name you want as like your, your pledge name, right? That's why you've got stuff like Peaswad and the Dudes Abides. Uh, yeah. Okay, Skylar Music's his actual name. <laughs> but I'm, I'm always surprised that a lot of the people just go for their like normal names. Yeah, like, it's it's a decent mix. You know, for every mindful pig, you get like a, a Manuel Guerrero. To to be honest, if I had a name like Manuel Guerrero, I'd probably keep it. <laughs> You'd use Guerrero. it as well. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. There are some great names in there that you probably would flaunt if you had them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the comment of the week, right? A very quick one. Very quick one, I promise. This is coming from Bumfluff, an OG from the ATG streams days. And uh, I miss Bumfluff. Not like that. I miss the person yeah anyway uh and he says a dictator in scotland is a potato dildo all right get it? we can right, we can check it? with molly in the discord later check, yeah. check with the the m dog in the dog box uh aj why don't you unpackage it for people because I, I just said it out straight but why don't you uh lay into it a bit you know 
Well, of course, a dictator, tater, potato, and, and a dick, you see. So it's a potato. Yeah, so like, so it speaks for itself. In a Scottish accent, you say. Dictator. Well, Jamie's <laughs> half Scottish. He should do it, shouldn't he? I couldn't do it any better than that. I'm not going to embarrass myself on the podcast. Come on. <laughs> dictator. All the people of Scotland, for that matter. Actually, yeah. that's true. Scottish people say deck, don't they? They don't dak. say dick. Dak. That's terrible. Dak. Well, I apologise to all the Scottish people. And uh, yeah, there we go. All right, guys, catch up time because it's been a, a hot while and I'd like to know what you guys have been up to. But I'm going to start with AJ because, like I said, I'm on that AJ jaunt today. And I think that you have something very interesting to tell us, Jonesy. I, did, I actually managed to finally finish a video game. Yay, so there you go. You've been on a really everybody. good streak, though. It's not like you finally. Didn't you finish what you finished? I think you finished one last week. And I actually think you finished one the week before as well. Uh, did I? If I did, I've immediately forgotten. Mm, wow. I'm not so sure I don't sure think I did. That. I think a few weeks ago I finished another one. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, no. But th- anyway, this week I finished The Last of Us Part 2. It took me, what, six weeks, I guess, since the game was released. Yeah. Um, and I played it literally at midnight when it was released. Um, so it so it's, it's taken me that long. Yeah. It took me 25 hours and 12 minutes um, to finish. Decent, decent. Okay. Yeah, I... It's, it's been a controversial game as well, which is interesting. And I found it quite difficult because I managed to steer clear of anything that re- resembled a spoiler. I didn't well want to get any of yeah, that well game done, ruined dude. for myself. Um, and plus, you guys know I've got that superpower where I can immediately forget anything I've seen that <laughs> yeah. I don't want to remember. Well, maybe you did look up at a spoiler and you're like, you just don't remember it. Out of the brain. Yeah. Um, so I managed to I managed to not spoil any of it. Um, and there was a whole load of content that I really wanted to watch. A whole load of YouTube channels that were sort of slagging it off and calling it like a heaping pile of shit and all this. Um, <laughs> but I, I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was a fantastic game. Um, I can see why some people have some issues with some of it. Yeah. Um, and we will definitely have to get into detail about those things Soon. when we do the spoiler cast. Soon, I promise. Um, but yeah, but, so, I, but yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. So we had a, uh, a race almost to see who would finish it first, and I have not finished it. So congratulations, Jonesy. You know, the better man won. Thank you. Thank I'll, you. I'll admit it. Well, to be fair, Jamie smashed us out of the park, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but, but out we, of us two, yeah. We, we always do. knew that Jamie would smash that because he's got nothing else to do. I think, <laughs> I think Just... we were talking earlier about how I did the final eight hours in one day. Yeah, and do you remember yes. what my response yes. to you was? It's probably like fuck you or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I was about to make a joke about how that was the trajectory in terms of like time to completion based on number of kids, but the weird thing is that Jonesy's got you doubled up, Chris. And he's uh-huh. yeah, that's true. I've, I've had a shocker. I, I truly have, but hey, it's all right. Yeah. It's it, it it would be fine if it wasn't so characteristic. Like it's almost part of the joke now. It's part of the character of CJ. Everything yeah. takes a little while. I tell actually, so Chris, you did say I've I finished a couple, but I nearly finished actually another game, which is maybe what you were referencing. Mm. Because even in the past week, I also played about three to four hours of The Witcher Three, which I never finished originally back in the day because I had a yeah. game breaking bug. AJ, you're just repeating yourself now. I know you forget about so spoilers close. and stuff, but you're just re- you're forgetting about what we spoke about last week, and you spoke about. Oh, that, did I so. say this last week? Yeah, forget yeah. it. It's oh, all right. It's right, fine. Okay. Never mind. Anything go. Anything else you have to? Report? I haven't played any more of it because obviously we can't talk too much about Last of Us. Because we're no, saving we that for the spoiler cast, which will be on the uh, on the Patreon. Because uh, Jamie and I did the Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast, which is up there now. 
Um, but yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that very soon. Uh, so yeah, to be and- fair, I've I've struggled this week because I've been so tired because I kept playing the bloody Last of Us until stupid o'clock in the morning <laughs> to get it finished. Yeah, so, I, I think uh, I think I'm just going to have to do that this this week coming up and just yeah, it, like squirrel gaming times ten and just fucking <laughs> fuck myself over in terms of sleep, whatever it may be. Yeah. No, but that, so that is it. That's it for me. Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. Anything else uh, you want to you wanted to report on? I mean, it's not, not really. Yeah, there's not much going on, is there? It's like in, either you're playing games or you're not playing games, and you're just not going to talk about your, what you're not playing games, right? Yeah, pretty much, mate. Pretty Jamie, much. did you just look back at your plant to see if it was still alive? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was trying to make a joke about how you said there's not much going on, and either you're playing games or you're not playing games. Because I'm I'm kind of doing more of one than the other, but yes, now that you mention it, this plant is still dying very slowly. They all are. I, I wanted to ask it? about the plant. Since? So I was looking at. I looked up an article. This is gonna sound so fucking dumb. Of like, what do plants look like when you overwater them? <laughs> and they came up with a list of things, descriptors for overwatered plants. And I looked and I was like, shit. So that is what I've been doing wrong. And so that I kind of took as the evidence I needed to say, okay, it's not underwatering, it's overwatering. So I basically have been letting it dry out a little bit uh, because right. every time I touched the soil, it was still damp. So I was like, I need to get some of that water out there and try and regulate it from then on. So yeah. I'm working from that point, but uh, it's, it's should... desperate times, desperate I'll, times. I'll give you a, a pro tip. Just, uh, just take a match and set them alight. It'll get rid of all that moisture. You know what? That would work. I'd have a little bit more explaining to do when it came time to return them, but <laughs> not as much. Just give them a pile of ash and like, there's your. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, is the housemate urn. not back? Is the housemate not back yet? No, that's mad. Dude. This is yeah. This is ridiculous. I think you it's completely within your right, rights to throw it out the window. Yeah, I, I would literally fucking just fucking pelted across the, the street if I were you. We'll see. We'll see. I'm glad that that's what you guys say. It makes me feel a little bit better about the whole thing. But you just never know. You know, what if that was a dog, Jamie? What if they asked you to take care well, of a this dog? This is the nice thing about dogs is dogs get fat. Like, if I was doing something wrong with a dog, it would either be getting fat or its ribs would look like a xylophone. And either way, I'd know, okay, I'm going a little bit wrong here and I've got to correct slightly. Plants are just like, oh, sorry, you gave me a bit too much to eat once and I'm dead. Like, imagine, <laughs> I'm not being funny, but if you overfed babies once and that's all it took for them to die, you'd both have no children. Babies are self-regulating, yeah. actually, and they they usually do not overeat unless there's something wrong with their hormones. So they... mm, I don't know. You didn't know me as a baby. I started I started working on this bod really early on. <laughs> working on this bod, yes, yeah, big time. Oh my god! All right, then, uh, uh, <laughs> baby J, what, what what did you get up to? <laughs> Okay, I'll roll with that one. I'm just going to ignore it. Um, well, apart from the aforementioned Minecraft, which we've all been uh, playing a little bit of in the past week or so with yeah. our good old friends on the Discord server. Um, yeah, it's been a good I've time. been. Yes, uh, but otherwise, I've been playing a decent amount of Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, nice. yes. Yes, boy. the brand new game from Sucker Punch Productions for the PlayStation 4. So. Um, yeah. When when that game, when they first had that kind of like, oh, this is a 20-minute gameplay, whatever it was, and it yeah. very much seemed the impression to us that it was more trying to take the formula of Breath of the Wild, of like not okay. holding your hand, etc. And everything that, I, I haven't played the game yet, but all the kind of reviews I've been reading has been saying like, no, no, it's not like that at all. It's more like what your Assassin's Creed's would be. Yeah, yeah, I think that's accurate. We were actually having a fairly big discussion about this the other day between a handful of us who have played the game and some people who were thinking about getting it. The way I ended up phrasing it 
And yeah. I'm not sure if everyone's going to agree with me. Let us know in the comments. But I feel like Ghost of Tsushima has been able to come up with some elegant Breath of the Wild-style solutions to some very common open-world game design problems. But it doesn't change the fact that fundamentally, you you know, you strip that stuff off. It is still a Ubisoft-like open world underneath. And that sounds yeah. harsh. I am not. don't mean that in an overly critical way. I guess the classic example, you mentioned that state of play uh, demonstration, yeah. Chris, is the wind. So one of the yeah, things about yeah. this game is there's no HUD, there's no mini-map, there's no compass. You are directed by the wind. Um, but you still choose you know, markers off a map. You still open a map. You still, you know, click on a question mark, set it as a waypoint. The wind takes you there and you get that and you do it. And they are still kind of somewhat cookie cutter side activities from a very, you know, cut from that open world grain. Yeah. Like there are these things called Inari shrines, which are the things where you follow, find a fox den and the fox leads you to a shrine and you pray at the shrine and you get one pip towards another, some kind of upgrade. That's sure, cool. Sure. Yeah, there yeah. are like 40-something of those. 40-something. Right. And I don't think when we were watching that Fox Den bit in the demo, we thought, oh, I'm going to do that over 40 times in one game. <laughs> but you are if you want the Platinum and you want 100% completion. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I heard, I heard the collectibles yeah. in that game were like insane. They are, they are in the hundreds. And not all of them are as simple as go up to a thing and push a button. You might have seen pre-release footage or post-release footage of the bamboo strikes, for example, which are kind of test your mic button input things. Um, obviously following birds and following foxes is a, a little bit interesting. There's this really cool thing I found really early on where, ironically, given the haiku corner we've had on the podcast <laughs> recent weeks, yeah. uh, Jin, the protagonist, makes his own haikus, and you okay. write the haikus by choosing from a selection of pre-made phrases, and then you get a bandana, and the description of the bandana in your inventory is just the haiku you wrote. And that's kind of <laughs> right. cool, a cool thing to keep it with you. That's what I mean. They've thought of really cool touches along the way. Yeah. Um, but fundamentally, the way you engage with that open world is will be familiar to a lot of people. The thing that sets it apart are the visuals and the combat. Yeah. Um, which okay. are both uh, extremely strong. Extremely okay. strong. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it an awful lot. Still playing it. Still going strong. Don't think I'm actually anywhere near finishing though. Yeah, are you kind of like just exploring the open world? Rather yeah, because it, it is quite it is quite explorable, not in a Breath of the Wild style way, but in terms of like, it does feel sometimes a little bit more sort of intriguing and explorable than Assassin's Creed. I yeah. know that's an obvious comparison to make, but I did just kind of want to go on a horseback sometimes and ride around until I saw that bird or that fox and got dragged off in a different location yeah. or just found random groups of Mongols to fight because, again, the combat is really kind of decent. Yeah, nice. That, that, that actually reminded me, I read an article recently about Cyberpunk. I know it's like, oh, Cyberpunk and Ghost of Tsushima, but the article was saying that you could finish Cyberpunk, the main story, without you, you could finish the game without actually following the main story. And I thought that was pretty fucking cool. That is, that's interesting. I wonder how that works. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've like, no yeah. Hmm. It's, it's probably like, hey, eventually you'll run out of things to do and it'll be like, well, you've done it, you know? Yeah, maybe. Uh, that's, that's interesting how, what people mean by finishing the game then. Because often, usually, when you say finish the game, you don't mean finish all the quests and stuff. You mean finish the main story thread that was running I, through. I, so would, I, mean... would imagine it, I would imagine it to be that you would be able to get to the final scenario that would finish the game 
without doing any of the points leading up to that part. That's how I would yeah. interpret mm. it. Well, like when, like when an you look end at state. people speedrun Breath of the Wild, like you just mentioned, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. They speedrun it not by, well, there are some kind of glitches and tricks, but the bulk of the speedrun like, hinges on the fact that you don't need to go to any of those weird flying shrines and get those powers. You don't need to get this weapon or that weapon. If you can find a way to get to Ganon right at the start of the game, yeah. you can get to Ganon. Yeah, maybe it's the same as Cyberpunk. Like, if the big bad guy ends up being some CEO at the top of a really well protected uh, skyscraper, but you can get there in ten minutes, then maybe you can maybe you can finish the game. Yeah, I doubt uh, they do that, but I just I just think shit like that's really cool. Like, it just opens up a lot of things. the The inverse of it, I remember, was um, fuck, we're meandering now, but the inverse of that was uh, in Morrowind, where you could actually you could kill anyone, um, right? And sometimes to your detriment because you you might kill quest givers whatever it is i remember i got to the end of the game and i just went to on a killing spree and i killed the actual like demigod of the game and just started living in his like floating house it's cool yeah i i I was oblivion was my first elder scrolls game and by that point they'd adjusted and you just knocked people unconscious yeah but that was fun too because there was a gimmick (laughs) like a trick where you had a horse that was considered a legendary character i feel like shadow yeah, Shadow Mirror or something like that. Yeah. And the thing was, if you went to kill the horse, it wouldn't die because it was too important, so it'd get knocked unconscious. But you could still access its inventory as though it were dead. So <laughs> yeah. one of the ways of having like a portable inventory was killing your horse, putting all your <laughs> shit inside the horse, and then like 30 seconds later, it would get back up, and like all your horses would just, sorry, all your swords would be inside this horse. Yeah, but let's be honest, right? If a, if, if a horse is going to be a smug prick, then maybe it deserves it. So, you know. Maybe it deserves to be cut open, have swords put inside it, and then stick. <laughs> Back up. And I'm resurrected, but it I'm kind of fits saying. with the law because you get that horse from completing the Dark Brotherhood, right? Right, it was something like that because it's a really dark, scary horse. <laughs> the dark, scary horse, just oh. like the Dark Brotherhood. So is it, Sanguine, is it, my brother, Chris. Sanguine, Sanguine, yeah, man. I, I fucking love the Dark Brotherhood. I, I, yeah. Well, there's going to be something that maybe will take me away from some of the games coming up later. But maybe. we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, anything else you, you'd like to report? There is one other thing that I can think of. What, for me? Yeah. Oh, I think I might know what you're thinking about. Um, it's it's up to you. I mean, like, yeah. No, 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 absolutely. Um, I started streaming this past yes, week. Yes, boy. Um, that's that's three for three now. It is three for three. We are now all represented on the streaming front. We all have our own Twitch channels, and we have all gone live in the last month. So technically... Hashtag influencers. Indeed, the live stream stream continues. Um, So yeah, it's the same as my Twitter. I'm over on twitch.tv forward slash fullfatjamie. And it's literally, at the time of recording, I've only gone live twice in the last week, and that's been it so far. But, you know, I've got a little bit of time on my hands, and I don't have any kids to worry about. They're not going to (laughs) run up to me and piss on me during a stream or something. So... uh, (laughs) Um, hopefully I'll be trying to, to keep up to date with that and um, I'll see as many of you as possible over there. All yeah. of us will see as many of you as possible over there. Yeah, nice. Very nice. I enjoyed the house flipper stream. I thought I was uh, entertaining. Yeah. I just needed something. I wanted to be able to re-chat for a bit. So I, you know, yeah, that, that's, easy a, going. That's, that's a good game for that. Really good game. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, some of the stuff that I've been playing has just been like so fucking hectic or so involved that you just kind of, you're like, all right, chat's over there. Let's just... Fucking! Yeah, I'll get back to you in fifteen minutes. Yeah, at least you and, put and it by, like, ti- by the time you get back to you, like I don't know what's going on. So I'm just gonna <laughs> give up. I, at least you got it into segments now. Like I don't know if this is one of the things you were gonna mention, but you've got Monday Night Dota now, which yeah. you've managed to do two weeks in a row, which is actually good going. Yeah, you 
Yeah, that's such and, a, it's speaking I don't know, to resemble a schedule. Judging by the performances that I've been having since being on stream, <laughs> I'm not I'm not entirely sure it's the but people, best people idea. Tuning, but people are tuning in for it. But I was just saying like that that's one of those things where it almost doesn't matter if you feel like Dota 2 is a good game to read chat or to integrate with chat with during because yeah. you kind of you set up a, a precedent now. You've got that show. People come back for it. Yeah, MND, yeah. Monday Night Dota. It's a thing. People like keep it. coming back. Well, I mean, yeah, the handful of people. But yeah, it's, it's exciting. Hey, it's, it's I'll very be exciting. there, baby. Hey, but that, that, that stream that you're talking about was my first stream as an affiliate. And that was, a, man, that was a lot of fun, actually. Um, I, I subscribed to you. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Well, boys, just Jamie. I'm, I'm pretty you. sure I did as I'm well. Lo- I'm looking at you, I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. I, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I, I was one of the first. But yeah, it, it, it was a lot of I'm fun. Like, it's, it, what, what got to me was more... More than novelty of all of it, because, you know, you, I've, I've watched Twitch streamers, etc., and, like, this shit happens to them, and you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. But when it happens to you, like, you get a bit of a rush. Um, I, as an example, like, uh, I think it was Joel Asp, he was like, oh, you know, I, I'd like to support you, but I've got to send my money for something else because, you know, the COVID, whatever. I'm like, dude, I don't want your money, honestly. I'm just glad that you're watching the show. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, I, th- I think uh, Peaswad and some others ran a train on me, so that was fun. I missed that. I yeah. came in the stream after that. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> me neither. But yeah, I got ran. I got a, a train ran on Twitch. me. Twitch. I don't know. Mm. So, you know. Something. Someone did something with bits. Someone gifted something to someone yeah, else. Yeah, basically, Peaswad took his bits. He put them in my face, and it was a train. It was interesting. Were uh, Peaswad's okay. bits? I didn't hate it. I looked? didn't hate it. I, you know, I never would thought I'd say these words, but I didn't hate that train with the bits in my face. So. Mm. You are you are going down a whole other route. Why? Oh, you know, gonna, what are you Peace thinking one? of, you filthy man? I'm talking about going down a whole other route. was putting his um, bits down a whole other route. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I continue the Monday Night Dota because this shit's got to get better. Otherwise, it's just it's hard work. Man. You could just pivot to another game beginning with the letter D and keep the kind of the MND. Thing. <laughs> like, I don't know what it would be. MN. What begins mm. with D? Destiny. Monday Dishonored. Night Destiny. Hey, we're, we're actually Monday talking Night about Dishonored. we're actually talking about it, saying that you know, Jamie's ported his save over to PC, and maybe I and it's free on Games Pass, so maybe I'll. Um, well, it will maybe, be. Yeah, it will be. So maybe I'll I'll try that out. I think that'll that'll be pretty cool. Uh, yes. But yeah, uh, in terms of that, what else have I been doing? Uh, I try to catch up on um, The Last of Us. Not very successfully, but you know I'm making progress. Um, steering clear. Got to get that done. I'm. So, I want to do the spoiler cast so badly. Like yeah. I keep going to, saying to Jamie, Jamie, can we just have a chat about uh, Last of Us? Well, look, I need to talk to someone about the Last of Us. If, Come on, man. Even you if can, I, I just manage to do two hours a day, then I'll finish it right by next week, right? Like yes. not, uh, not, not yeah, time yeah, for, for next sure. week's podcast, but like ready for us to record a spoiler cast. I, I could say, yeah. Um, so, you know, and I, I, I think the last three to four hours you will do. Uh, most people I've spoken to have done in one sitting because the game does a thing where you might think it's going one way and it starts to go another. Uh, so it, it kind of grabs your attention and yeah, and, and you kind yeah. of like, well, now I have to see this new direction through to its yeah. conclusion. And so most people I've spoken to do the last three or four hours in one go. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I definitely found out there's no way that I could have stopped. I, I was in it. You get into a rut and you have to keep going, and then the game finishes, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, like you enough. can't stop because you need to see where it goes. And well, what it, it's Pringles, baby. Once you pop, 
Absolutely. You know, you you can't. You've got to clean up all the. Gum. Once, um, my, as my favourite uh, business slogan, actually, once you pop, absolutely. The Pringles. <laughs> I think it goes without saying. Do you really once need to say pop, the next part of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do people still? It's like uh, you just say the first part. It's like when in Rome, you don't actually have to finish it. Yep. Yes. Yes. You when do. in Rome, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I've just been watching. Uh, a lot of a lot of TV shows actually. So I've I've started rewatching uh, the the UK Office. Classic. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, never classic. a bad time to be rewatching that. It's just because, that's like, got to be dated though. Now, isn't it? It's so dated, nope. dude. And, and actually, nope. I, I'm <laughs> no. I, I'm some of the episodes, dude. I find so difficult to watch because it's just like it's so cringy. Like, which is the point? But like, some of the episodes are like, oh my Jonesy, god. Do you know why it's I don't not do dated? Well with cringe. Why not? Because a good joke. Is a good joke forever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I struggle with. I must admit, I really struggle with cringe anyway. And I've uh, watched the whole thing through, but I don't know whether I'd. But it, sit it, and it's do funny because it obviously it was cringy when it came out, but the world has moved on from a lot of the humour that is in there, and right. that adds an extra element of cringe. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah I like, don't. I don't think I want that yeah. in my life. But anyway, so I've been doing that. I've been doing that during lunchtime. You know, like you Ooh. know, you have lunch and you just watch, put something on. Um, uh, I said I said it in the uh, after dark, but I'll just touch it briefly here. I watched a show called Dave, which is about Little Dicky, the uh, internet rapping sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fucking good. Highly recommend it. It's only ten episodes, so go ahead, fill your boots. Um, and last night, funny enough, I watched a a trending movie on Netflix. Oh, which, um, which let me oh, tell you is probably. Let me guess which one it will be. Which one's it going to yeah, be? It's probably not a good idea. idea. I've it's probably got an not idea a good of which idea. one it is. Can I we guess you, what I it is? Bet you can, but I bet you won't get it. So I don't think Chris is going to watch Eurovision. Does, oh no, you already watched Eurovision. I did watch Eurovision. Yeah, I think this that is the. Good, I think this is the Charlize Theron one. No, I would have gone with that as well. No. Oh no, it's not that. Mm, trending what film. What else is on there? Trending. What else is trending? I don't know. You might have to tell us. Yeah, I can't think of many others. It's it's a it's oh God it, it's it's a film called Desperados. Wait, like f- from however many Selma Hayek and no, was no, that no, no, Desperado? no, that's, no, because that's that, that would be that's that's, just Desperado. that was just singular Desperado, and that would have been okay. fucking infinitely better because that's fucking. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, no, this this is like a, a rom com, right? And and it, it the story almost follows the way of like I don't know if you remember like Euro Trip or um, oh, fuck, what was that one with uh, Tom Green? Oh fuck! Uh, road trip, road trip, yeah, road, road trip. trip. So road trip and Euro trip. It's like, oh, I've, I've sent an email to this person and they haven't got it yet, and I really regret my decision, and I got to go and delete the email, kind of thing. Oh right, okay. Road, road, road trip. He sends the videotape to his girlfriend of him fucking the other girl. Yeah, which which is like yeah. better, right? Because you take it to an extreme. But this is like a much tamer version of that, and it's also more more geared. I would say. I, I mean, I hope I'm not going to sound sexist in this, but it seems to me to be more geared towards a, a female perspective. So much like Bridesmaids was like, hey, this is a female-centric comedy. Whereas right. in, in Bridesmaids, it kind of it worked and it hit all those notes, right? Whereas in this one, it's like, I, I, I turned to my wife and I said, you know, I actually feel bad for this movie because <laughs> what they're doing is they're taking this tried and tested formula of like, you know, a goofy comedy. And they said, okay, it's the same thing, but it's from a female perspective. But the film itself was really, really bad. And, and I said, I feel bad because they're doing it from this other perspective and I want it to be good because there's no reason why something like this shouldn't succeed. 
And it was just terrible. I think it's really generous of you to put Eurotrip <laughs> in a category where you said it's tried and tested. I think Eurotrip uh, is quality, dude. Yeah, Eurotrip is, is timeless. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can yeah, I make, can I, also, can I make a confession? Yeah. I was actually getting confused within a confusion. You know how you, so you said Desperados? Yeah. And I start going, oh, like with Selma Hayek. And you guys were thinking, oh, no, that's Desperado. Yeah. I didn't realize that Selma Hayek is in Desperado with. Um, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas yeah. I was yeah. getting Desperado confused with Bandidas. What, which one was Bandidas? Is. Bandidas is the one with Penelope Cruz and Selma Hayek, where it's like trying to be one of those films and those two are the leads and they <laughs> both got their tits out. Yeah, I'll go watch and, that. Go and, everyone, oh, go, right. go and check out Bandidas. It's uh, Bandidas, I'll check, I'll check And then watch out. out of Sight afterwards. And then <laughs> watch From Dust Till Dawn. Watch anything made by a Mexican-American man. (laughs) Watch Once Upon a Time in Mexico and you'll see Johnny Depp uh, shoot up a restaurant. Uh, Yeah, anyway, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Uh, You know, some some poor Dota decisions. Uh, Oh, it's in a nutshell. Uh, Yeah, there we go. Hopefully, next week, some more news. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, let's get to to the main thing here, okay? Because Xbox just had their, like, I guess their first party studio showcase. Uh, there were some partners in it as well, but the focus was more like, hey, this is this is what you can expect exclusively on Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. The and they part. did exactly what they needed to do. They took PlayStation 5 to task. They No, they didn't at all. They really anyway. didn't. Yeah, well, this is, this is the tragedy of the whole thing, right? So obviously this is the second kind of big event that Xbox are holding in terms of like, hey, this is our next-gen uh, showing and our, our offerings, right? And after the first one, which was predominantly focused on third-party stuff, it was almost like we, we watched that and we're like, that, that, that wasn't good. It wasn't good enough. Like, let's say it wasn't good enough because, I mean, showing off games is always good. But it wasn't good enough to make people sit up and take notice. Um, and then it was PlayStation's turn, and they came out with a, a, a fairly decent showing at the time. We thought it was, it was okay, but not, not mind-blowing. And we mm. thought, you know what, like... The door's wide open here. Xbox can absolutely dunk on the PlayStation 5 here if they had the games and, and show off those games in the right kind of way. And uh, the big headline is, I don't think they did. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think that pretty much sums it up. Like, I don't know. I basically, when I finished watching this showcase, I started questioning and doubting myself because I didn't know whether I had hyped it up too much myself, whether I'd read too much into what a lot of the rhetoric and discussion around the showcase was prior to it happening. I don't know what happened, but yeah, I went into this having it in my head that this was Xbox, like you, like you said, Chris, taking yeah. PlayStation to task, saying, hey, we know what they did in June was strong. Now we've got to do something stronger because we've got to make the pitch for the why we should be the yeah. five six hundred dollar yeah, console on people's totally. shelves this fall, and apparently now that you know the dust has begun to settle, it seems like the angle is a lot less. Here's why you should buy an Xbox Series X, and a lot more. Here's why you should probably stay signed up to Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, which is fair enough. You know, they they might have looked at it and said, you know what, we're not going to fucking compete in terms of console sales, but we most certainly will compete in terms of services, and that's that's fine. But you also have to think to yourself. Oh well, all, all of the stuff that people have been speaking online about the the PlayStation event and what they didn't like about that, surely you just go and say, okay, they didn't like the fact that they just showed trailers and not much gameplay, and there wasn't much context to the stuff yep. they were showing. So we will make sure not to do that mistake, so that you know we have a better showing. And it's almost like they didn't 
listen to any of, any of what people are trying to say because guess what majority of this um showcase was just trailers with no context like yeah. it started off strong right okay it started off with halo infinite and it started off with like a little bit of a like a like a cg trailer and there was like oh by the way here's a start screen and it says you know press the fucking hamburger button or whatever it was to start the demo and you're like okay cool there's this is going into gameplay they showed off some fairly decent gameplay um you know for for quite a while and it was like yeah okay cool so this is what they're doing they're they're showing off a trailer they're going to show off the gameplay this is this is solid and it just didn't if that was the promise that was made they didn't follow through with the promise at all you know the, the big- i think halo was one of the only games that um they that seemed to be exactly what they should have done right they showed cinematics they showed gameplay they got everyone hyped for halo everyone knew halo was coming and everyone thought it looked great but then they didn't didn't follow through with the rest of the show because that's what they yeah. needed to do with so much more i mean we'll talk about some of the other games they showed off and what they didn't show of some of those games and that i suppose we were really hoping for stuff but it seemed like it was theirs to win and i, I don't know it, it's, i'm interested to know if you guys think it's, that they've got any more in store or whether that was it or i, I don't know man like it, it, i think it, well, they must do, right? Because they just showed a bunch of trailers for some of the stuff without any gameplay. And you say, okay, well, now you can have an event showing the gameplay. But it's also like, the, I think the thing that I dislike most about this fucking COVID 2020 year is, you know, with, without the focus of E3, it, it, it's, it's almost like these companies, like, I get it, don't get me wrong. You know, as long as you can kind of like extend the news cycle, the better for you in the long run. But it's just so fucking deflating. And, and I think... I think after this year, a lot of people will probably reassess their relationship with hype. Sure. Yeah, or at least they're going to sit themselves down, look themselves in the mirror and say, I am planning on doing this, and then fail to do so immediately <laughs> when the next thing gets announced. Yeah, true. I mean, these are fucking gamers we're talking about. And well, we uh, yeah. rank among them. Uh, I, th- I just want to say, because I think, Chris, you made a good point then, which is um, I think we started this summer – um, saying before well, before COVID's actually so back in spring we started by saying is E3 dead you know and yeah. a lot of people were saying is it the end of E3 is it all going to start to push more towards these um, uh, individual um, sort of showcases for individual companies but it is kind of moving toward the thing of oh no you need that yeah. that big standout well, show for people to bring their A game well Jonesy here's the weird thing right because Microsoft were one of the few companies that still stuck by E3 and said Oh yeah, we're going to be at E3. Everyone else is pulling up, but we're going to be at E3. That's going to be our showcase. We're committed to it. And then obviously COVID happened and E3 had to be cancelled. And then so obviously they had to rethink their plans. But it, I, I don't know, man. Like there's a few things to kind of look here. I don't see why any company would go back to doing things the way E3 used to do them. There's no benefit to them whatsoever. But at the same time, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking that's really shit actually. It does kind of suck because I think we all have very positive memories associated with E3 as an event, as a week in the calendar and the schedule and the amount of good things that can come as a result of that. But I I just think you're right, Chris. I think the longer this goes on, the more publishers and studios are going to realize that they don't need to put all that money into a big physical event like that. They can stream shit. They can reach... As yep. many people, if not more people, we had Ubisoft in last week announcing that Ubisoft Forward reached more people than last year's E3 did. Yeah. You know, the the the, the way that games are being announced and promoted are changing. And also, like, increasingly, we're seeing publishers being reminded that these kind of events are very good for that hearts and minds battle. Um, 
And whilst Microsoft, of all publishers, seem like they have a lot of skin in that game, they love the hearts and minds, at the same time, it doesn't fucking matter. Because you could be as disappointed as you want to be, and we right now could be as disappointed as we wanted to be with what we just saw. But like, no one's gonna wait. No one's gonna have Halo Infinite at their fingertips for ten dollars a month this this holiday or this fall and say, "I'm not playing it because I didn't like oh, the yeah. showcase." We're gonna yeah. have forgotten about the showcase. We had to remind ourselves what Sony showed in the play, in the showcase we enjoyed last month. Yeah, we, have to, we had to do a refresher. So like, this shit is often in one ear and out the other ear, and the. The backlash doesn't matter. It's almost just about planting that seed, and yeah, I think Plus they, they, know they that can they down. can string out their their releases. Whereas in E3, it was like, hey, clump it all together because this is the biggest platform you're going to have. Yeah. So that, one said, that said, there was a bit of clumping here. Like there were things that like <laughs> are clearly very early here in a way that is not like unusual for E3, but is unusual for given how much the emphasis on gameplay feels like it's been for the last couple of months. Yeah, yeah. It was almost a little bit odd in the sense that they were almost trying to do an E3-esque thing by going, look at this, when they shouldn't have maybe even mentioned it. They should have maybe kept yeah, it to themselves until they had more to What you forget, is that Phil Spencer's a quota where that voiceover actor has to say, world premiere, <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least <laughs> 10 yeah. times a year. Otherwise, they uh, they lose the contract and he goes to Sony. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think one of, for, for me, the biggest thing in this of the, uh, the, the whole showcase Xbox did was the fact that nearly all of these games are playable on uh, Game Pass. That yes, for me was exactly. the biggest thing. So I suppose it, yeah, that's all, the takeaway. Yeah, it's almost what Jamie said. Like, doesn't doesn't matter how good or shit the show was, Games Pass is still the fucking deal of the century. Yeah, it's mad when you consider all the titles that they're talking about yeah. and all the games. It is it's kind of mad. And, and and in a way, I, I I can kind of see their perspective where they, you know, Phil Spencer comes on and he's like, okay, so our show is not going to be as good as PlayStation's, but. I'd love it if he'd have said that. No, but, Hello. No, but like, our I'm, show won't be I, as good as PlayStation. I can imagine when they when they're planning they're plotting this out in, in the fucking in full Spencer's like home come office whatever you know, and he's like, okay, it doesn't matter because all of these games are free on Games Pass. Yeah, they yeah. he comes out and says, look at every single game on this list. You get access to all of these games for six months for the price of one game on your PlayStation 5. And not just that, if you sign up to Game Pass, you can play it on Xbox One, you can play it on Xbox Series X, you can play it on PC, and you can now play it on iOS and Android or any other yeah. like smart device via xCloud, which is soon going to be rolled in to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Like they're, they're reaching a point where they're saying it's exactly what we've been talking about for ages, ecosystems. Microsoft don't care if you want to buy a PlayStation 5 because soon as you look at the 60 or maybe even $70 price tag for all we know for games like Spider-Man Miles Morales, Phil Spencer yeah. says, look what you get for money over look what you get for your money over here. Yeah. With no down payments if you don't want to make them. Yeah, there is it, a weird thing that Xbox are kind of uh, or Microsoft even are um they they might be losing battles but it does seem that they're winning the war like or they're edging out in that sense because they've got a much better ecosystem. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. we'll see. It, it's just kind of mad, but anyway, look, let's talk about some of the games, right? So Halo let's Infinite, uh, like, so an extended look at the gameplay of the new title. So what was interesting is, you know, it had a little bit of a preamble with the CG trailer and that that character we saw previously that saved uh, Master Chief uh, from space, doing like mm-hmm. crash landing on a planet, and we're like, oh, okay, what's this? Uh, it turns out it is actually a Halo ring, which is pretty fucking cool, yeah. um, and it, it's almost like it's a it's a Maybe it's not a full open world, but I think they're planning on having it to be that way. But they opened up a a, a, a mini like a the map, and they had little points of interest, and you could go to what it, it tackled in every, any which way you wanted. 
And I think that's a neat, really nice kind of way to shake up the Halo formula. They've also been quoted as saying that they're looking at it more as a, uh, almost like a service, which is we've come to expect where they're going to be adding stuff to this world as mm-hmm. they go on. And I think that's really cool. Uh, supposedly yeah. several times larger than the previous two Halo games, which uh, combined, which, you know, makes sense if you're going open, open world. Uh, yeah. We also saw uh, some new, new stuff coming to the series, like in the form of a grappling hook on the Master Chief and some new enemies, which are the Banished. I think, were the Banished first shown off in um, Halo Wars 2? Is that right? There, there is some link between the enemies from Halo Wars 2 and some people that are showing up in this. I'm yeah. not familiar enough with the Halo universe to expand <laughs> on that, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and also confirmed to be dropping uh, Holiday 2020, which is, surprise, surprise, what they also say that the Xbox Series X is coming out Halo uh, Holiday 2020. So launch title, which is what we expected. Uh, locked at 60 FPS. It looked very nice, but I guess, I mean, the, the thing that stood out the most to me was I was looking at it, I was like, I don't really see what the next gen-ness of this is. Don't get me wrong, like, it looks absolutely gorgeous, and if it runs at a very smooth locked 60 FPS, especially going up at 4K, I, I, I get that aspect of it, but the visual fidelity was, maybe looked a bit current gen more than next gen. I've always had a bit of a thing about Halo games, but I, I, you know, it's probably on <laughs> probably my lack of experience with them in that I've always thought they don't quite look as good as they should, maybe. But that might just be the aesthetic. I mean, it, it, I'm, it yeah. looked fine, I'm sure. And it's six, like you yeah. said, sixty FPS. If you've got a lot of um, enemies on screen and the, the the gunplay and stuff looked pretty slick. Yeah, um, and a if, lot and of it, it looked and really if it nice. Is, so. And if it is locked sixty FPS, I don't know if they mentioned that that sixty FPS was uh, locked to four K or ten uh, eighty. I'm not sure. But if it's if it's 4K 60 FPS, then I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, and they did say that yeah. ray tracing will be coming to the game with a later update as well. If all of that stuff is there, sure, yeah, okay, I can get behind it. But it's just kind of it's just a bit strange to me. Like, like it, if you had to think about what Xbox's killer app would be, Halo is it, right? And yeah, I don't know. I, I, Maybe, maybe it, just, it was just me. I just no. Yeah. I don't think it is just you. I remember, no, I'm with you as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm, I defended Halo when we were watching it live. Us three were chatting alongside the live stream, and I thought it looked all right in motion. But you're right in that. I remember this time last year at the end of Microsoft's E3 press conference, they announced the Series X. I can't remember if they'd given it a name by that point. I don't think they had, but yeah. they announced Project whatever it was at the time. Is it and, uh, Scarlet? Yeah, something like that. I, yeah, yeah, Scarlet and Lockhart. That's right. Um, and Halo Infinite was the only game they announced or sort of or showed off alongside it. And we saw that sequence, like you said, Chris, where they introduced this character who Master Chief is uh, yeah. hanging around at the beginning of this presentation uh, with a little trailer. And I remember thinking, like, okay, it was quite hard to ascertain just what the Xbox Series X is doing for this, technologically speaking, but we're watching a cutscene set within the interior of a spaceship and there's not a lot going on. Yeah, there's not much their... you can show off with in terms of that, I right. guess. Right. This was their opportunity to blow that wide open and just to do something like really visually arresting. And you're absolutely right in that there was nothing that like there was nothing take your breath away about what yeah. Halo Infinite looked like in in the environments, not in the fidelity, uh, and not even in the gameplay, which looks yeah. a little bit more refined than previous games, but it just kind of looked like the next Halo. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of hate to this like Halo fans are going to be like, oh, shut up. It looks fucking amazing. Maybe. And maybe, maybe it, you know. Um, but, but like, 
There's no Did, reason, sorry to interrupt, but there's yeah. no reason why Microsoft can't put the money in to make people like Jonesy, who have been on the kill zone or the whatever side of the argument you've been on for the last yeah, 10 years, yeah, yeah. and make and say, no, we're going to make a fucking $100 million Halo game, and we're going to make the epitome of the fucking quadruple A sci-fi shooter that everyone yeah. has to look at and say, whether you want to play it or not, that looks incredible. And they did maybe, not do that. Yeah, maybe what they needed to do is is have a bit of... I mean, I hate to say it, but have a bit of like a, a talking head saying like, this is what's cool about this particular game. You, you know, because a, a lot of the info that, that I'm getting is actually after the fact of the presentation. Yeah. It, it's, it's reading right. articles and the like where it's like, dude, this, is, this showcase is your chance to explain that stuff to the audience. Exactly like you said, to the people that you need to convert more than the people who are Halo fans. Because yeah. Halo fans... They were, they were very stuff. light on all of these sort of um, any exposition. But, they, I mean, that's been true, I think, with a few of these showcases. They effectively go, hi, we're the team from so-and-so, and then they show you the game, and then that's all you get. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, absolutely I, need I, more in-depth discussion about I, the game. I get it. They've got a lot to go through. But you know what? Maybe, maybe don't fucking show us a CGI trailer of State of Decay 3 that's just shooting a zombie deer that fucking screams at you. Like, maybe... Maybe don't show that and maybe just explain more about the Halo game that you are releasing as a launch title. Maybe. Call me crazy, yeah. but, you know, like, don't no, get me wrong. State of Decay 3, decent, okay? It was, it was an interesting trailer. It looked, funny enough, it looked better than some of the f- graphical fidelity of Halo. But then again, it's a CGI trailer, but whatever. Yeah, that game will look like dirt when it comes out because those <laughs> games always do. They're fun, yeah. but they don't look good. Yeah. But... It, it, it's just bizarre to me. Like, I think we accept we accept games looking a bit ropey in certain areas um, if it fits with the game, and we know that that's not maybe what we're going to for. So, for yeah. example, later we'll talk about the fact that obviously Outer Worlds um, got some DLC, and we've got to look at that. That to me is not a game that you're going to write home about any of the character models. I right. mean, they don't look incredible, and there's a lot of that game which kind of looks a bit hit and miss, similar to kind of how fall, uh, a lot of the Fallout games look yeah. in some yeah. sense. They do have some aspects of them do look nice, but then but you let them get away of that because they're massive open world RPG games and they've got a lot going on and so you can't expect them to have rendered everything in exquisite detail. Yeah. Halo, though, for me, is the game that I always thought from Microsoft should be the... Um, me as a primary sort of PlayStation player, I should look at the trailers for Halo games and it should make me want to buy an Xbox. I shouldn't watch the trailer for that yeah. and then go, oh, that this is their latest version of their, um, their flagship brand. Like, it looks yeah. all right. Well, like, when I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, so maybe maybe what they're doing here in terms of next-gen is not necessarily what you can... Like, the tangible thing that you can see in terms of graphical fidelity. Maybe it's a case of, like, hey, we can have, like, a hundred times more enemies on the screen if we wanted, and the draw distance is a lot further, and this, that, that. And you're like, yeah, okay, maybe then. Like, you've got to... You've it got has to, say, to be that. You've it got to say to them, give them the benefit of the doubt. Because the game didn't look bad at all. It didn't look bad at all. No. But the one thing that, actually, Jamie, you reminded me of, in a weird way, when you said, oh, remember that trailer that they showed before that? Do you remember the fucking announcement trailer before that? Before you even knew Halo Infinite yes, was a thing? Yes, that was at 2018, because I remember I watched that being announced from an Airbnb with Jones and Rasheen. And we were all like going, what's this game? Because it was showing the environment and weird deers. And yeah, but also and... like, how cool did that environment look? How next gen did that environment look? I don't know what's yeah. happened from the one to the other, but anyway. Maybe it's um, just an, a weird demo, the wrong demo. I don't, I maybe. don't know. Or maybe but, we're but, being too harsh and the comments are going to make us sit down and learn a lesson here. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, by all means, uh, we're here to be harsh because you were harsh because we wanted to be better. I think as, pe- as long as people understand that, uh, yeah. I think we'll be all right. 
Um, yeah. The the one the, the one cool thing about it though was when it, when it came up like on that start screen with the fucking press thingy to to launch demo, we kind of yes. said to ourselves, "What a fucking baller move if they just released the demo of this oh, game dude. after." Because I thought, why else would you start with a thing that's like press start to launch the demo? Yeah, it was kind Unless of I demo. immediately opened. I immediately opened my uh, Game Pass app and <laughs> was checking to see if there uh, there's go. a demo there. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't. There wasn't one. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought that would have been such a fucking baller move. But then but yeah. here's the here's the thing: say yes if you're going to play this game as part of Game Pass. Yeah, yes. yeah of course. Yeah, I will I'll play. It, yeah, yeah. For, it'll be the first Halo game I ever play. This there is the go. fucking this is the fucking uh, super annoying fucking thorn in my balls kind of thing about this whole thing is it doesn't whatever we say it doesn't fucking matter because you know what? it's on Games Pass and you're getting it for free. It's like, yeah. Okay. You know. But then, sure, sure, because we've we've talked about this before with regard to the, um, other games as a service. I don't think necessarily the question is will you start this game. I think the question is will you play it will for any length of time? It, yeah. Will you stick point, with it? Because point. it's super easy to start any game you like, and then like yeah. I mean, we played what we've played: Sea of Thieves with Steph. Um, we've played. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you guys were playing some Fallout seventy six. Yeah, and you were I know. Jamie yeah. Jamie played like, some State of Decay two. Some yeah. Ast- Astro Near was another one I started yeah. and then put back down. Never finished Dude, Forza Horizon Four. You, you, I did finish. I did finish Gears Five on the Games right. Pass. Okay, but that's that's your bigger game, right? But yeah. uh, talking about that, hold on. Where is it? A perfect example, Grounded, which is kind of like an right. it's an Obsidian game <laughs> releasing on early access, July twenty eighth actually, so really fucking soon. And it's a co op survival adventure where you're playing as like shrunk down kids. It's almost like Honey I Shrunk the Kids meets fucking. Uh, it's just Honey I Shrunk the Kids yeah, that's it, what it is four player co-op Honey I Shrunk the Kids we are going to play that game 100% oh, it, looks, it looks great man because it's so much it, fun because again it's free if, if that wasn't on Games Pass I would not touch that with a fucking stick but yeah, yeah. It, it it's just one of these things and it's like you know what it's like it's almost like it, 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 are you frozen it, no it, it, <laughs> I, you, I honestly <laughs> thought you froze for a second there as well uh, it's almost like Get, getting getting a blowjob from someone without teeth, right? Like, you know, fine. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, a blowjob. You mean you mean, uh, you mean a granny gum job? Yeah, a granny gum job. Like, you'll take it because a blowjob's a blowjob, you know. But it doesn't mean you necessarily have to like it. But anyway, hmm. <laughs> that 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 grounded though looked like a lot of fun, man. I th- I think um, grounded did look like a lot of fun, and and, and I said I was going to play it with you guys until they. Sh- Showed off that you could feed your friends to the spiders and they said, I'm out. <laughs> you, yeah. you guys are going to feed me to the spiders, I'm out. I'm out. That trailer was also kind of funny, like poking fun at themselves, not being the most anticipated game of the year. And all that, stuff. <laughs> that was good, yeah, yeah. Some funny jokes in there. Yeah, that yeah. Was it, was, it, was, it, it turns mean, so- out there are some writers who work at Obsidian. Who, who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Obsidian, I mean, that, that wasn't really their, their coolest thing, was it? No, they showed not off... All. Uh, two other things, technically, but one of them significantly more interesting than the other to, to I think, us three at least. Go on, then. Well, should we get the boring one out of the way first? Sure. Well, boring sounds harsh, because I know a lot of people <laughs> liked it, but it was a game that didn't really click with any of us three, and that was The Outer Worlds. Absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with the game. I think we all enjoyed it for what we played of it, but it just didn't really stick. Yeah, what, all... what, what would you classify? It wasn't, obviously, it wasn't AAA, but would you classify like double A? Maybe it was like two point five a almost like <laughs> you don't want to be critical of it, but it was obviously a game that started in production before Microsoft bought Obsidian and didn't yeah. have the big Microsoft bucks. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, pre pre Microsoft Moolah. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was a cool. That was a cool game though. Like it's one that I de- I think I definitely will revisit. And when I saw this announced, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, yes. That's something I'd be interested. It was, it was to a play. fun game, but when you played it, it was very much like, ah, okay, this is why it cost or whatever it was at the time, like fucking thirty five dollars or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't think I don't think it was that cheap, but it was, but it was, it was cheaper than for it was price. on Game Pass, right? Like that was how I played it. Yeah, it was on Games Pass. Yeah. Anyway, so the thing that we were referencing is the fact that the Outer Worlds is returning with two expansions. The first of which is called Peril on Gorgon, uh, and that's DLC coming out on the 9th of September, so not too far yeah. away. I mean, I will say that I, I really like the, the humor in Outer Worlds, and this Peril on Gorgon trailer was was full of that kind of humor. So it's, it either rubs you the right way or the wrong way. Yes, uh, but the the third and I guess final Obsidian game, <laughs> I feel like I should toss it over to you, Chris, because I feel like I it's don't a very know, Chris the, game. Isn't it, it? it is a pretty Chris <laughs> game. Um, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. The, the, for me, this was the highlight of the entire fucking show, and it, it it sounds so stupid because all it was was a trailer. They didn't show much. It, it, yeah. I think it literally showed you, maybe two seconds of gameplay. Right, and there was nothing happening in the gameplay. And there was nothing really happening, but I was just like. <laughs> I, I got so erect that that the, the 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 spear of my penis almost hit my jaw. Wow! And uh, you know, it, basically, okay, it, it's a a game called Avowed, which is Obsidian's other project. But what you got to understand is this is Obsidian's project. Let me put it this way: when Microsoft bought up all of these um, different studios, their whole thinking was, "Hey, we'll buy you and we'll give you the money." to make these dream projects that you always wanted to do and you never had the money to make, right? Mm-hmm. And Obsidian, we know, is it can be a really fantastic developer. And their idea was this. It was Avowed, which is the name of the stupid fucking name of the game. Change the name of the game. Hashtag not my Avowed. Um, <laughs> but this, that trailer was so fucking juicy. It was just uh, not much was happening. Like some, some dudes were like shooting some fire arrows and the fire arrows were going past these like, old statues and shit and then hitting a skeleton in the face and then one went down a fucking mine shaft and it looks very much like the mines of fucking Moria with a Balrog about to come out and it's just fucking I don't know it 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 evoked that sense in me of all the shit that you love about Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls that you love about Lord of the Rings all in this kind of a game and it was like okay so they're going for the jugular here first they went after Fallout uh, in a small way with uh, Outer Worlds and now you're going for the for Elder Scrolls. It's like yeah. you, you, you guys must really hate Bethesda here. But as, as we joked when we were watching the live stream. But I come completely stand by as a serious statement as well. I reckon they looked at Bethesda's strategy around Elder Scrolls Six and they said we can come out before them. We can get our game out first. Yeah. And yeah. if they do, and if they do to Elder Scrolls, where Outer Worlds technically did to Fallout, that's kind of trouble for Bethesda. Yeah, dude. So not only one Bethesda of those of that quality coming. Not out only first? Bethesda. What about Bioware? Fucking dra- the new Dragon Age. Yeah, they could yeah. they could come out before Dragon Age, and with and with Bioware's current track record, I mean, fucking hell, Obsidian out here eating people's lunch. I can imagine someone on the on at EA is probably fucking picking up the phone to, to Bioware and be like, "You boys are in trouble. We're gonna yeah. shut this shit down unless you fucking cream Obsidian." But dude, it, it, it looked really cool. Eventually, that that arrow that was in the mine shaft list like fell down, and then two arms in a first person perspective took out a, a sword and did a little bit of a spell while a creature was starting to come out of a, a thing very Balrog-esque and it just cut to a title and it was like that's all I 
I needed to get excited about it. Now, it's kind of weird, right? Because I know we're saying, like, you want more than just the CGI trailer, right? But I think, I think there is a time and a place for CGI trailer. And I think this was a right way of introducing an idea of a game with that kind of a CGI trailer. It, it definitely evokes an emotion, etc. Uh, we're going to talk about something a little bit later on that was maybe the wrong way of introducing a game in in a CGI trailer kind of style. But, you know, we'll, we'll get there towards the end of the... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I'm really excited. I'm really amped for this. This this could be... It's funny. This could be something really fucking special. Oh, and, and, and the world is set in the Pillars of Eternity world, which is Eora, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't played the Pillars of Eternity games, but people fucking love them. It may, so may have made... I think it basically saved the company, right, by doing those Kickstarters. Yeah, that was something. Jason Trier's uh, book, uh, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Pixels, that kind of goes into Obsidian's trajectory and Pillars of Eternity and how some of the work they did on that. Yeah, it seemed like it by and large kind of saved the studio in many respects. Oh, there's the Jamie um, by and yeah. large that I fucking. By and large. <laughs> I, I wait for it every single podcast, buddy. Uh, you know, by and large, I'll get one in there somewhere. Uh, that one makes less sense, but I said it anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I'm right, 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 right there with you on quite the same level, Chris. But by the same token, I think you're right that there is a time and a place for a CG trailer. And I think if Obsidian are going to come in and say, "Here's gameplay from game one, gameplay from game two, and a CG trailer for game three. yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Totally right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're putting in work, doesn't it? It shows that it's not that they're just sitting on their hands and they're not getting stuff made. And with CG trailers, it's like, no, no, we've got our hands full. So, but here is some cool shit. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. I'll tell you what, another studio that uh, Microsoft brought up and said, hey, what's your dream project, was uh, Ninja Theory. Yes. And um, this one was weird to me because, okay, so they showed off Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, but they didn't really. They, they, they showed some of the uh, trailer that, they had, that we'd seen before, which is still jaw-dropping, mm-hmm. but we've seen it before. And then they kind of went to a talking head dev saying, Oh, by the way, the game is set in Iceland. You're like, okay, fine. And he's like, yeah, head on over to the Senua website and see a behind-the-scenes thing about it. It's like, okay. And then they just fucking left it. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I thought Senua was a candidate for gameplay. I really did. In a show that didn't have much gameplay, I thought that was just an easy one to do, but apparently I was wrong. It's just... And this is the kind of cool thing about this this uh, showcase. It's just like a lot of head scratch moments. Like, I don't know. Also, a a lot of the actual gameplay that we got to see was a kind of weird stuff from, you know, oh, this is coming to Xbox Series X in a slightly different form than you've seen it before, but you've seen this game everywhere before. Oh, dude, yeah. And here's some gameplay. Perfect example was Tetris Effect. Right. right. Tetris Effect Connected. It's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Change the name of it so slightly so that they can call it an exclusive, yeah. Yeah. What was the other one? Oh, Destiny 2. Okay, yep. cool. So Destiny 2 is coming to Game Pass. I don't, like, that's cool and all. I don't necessarily think that you needed to dedicate it into your first party, party Xbox Series X showcase, right? Unless it was one it, of the things where Xbox went to Bungie and were like, hey, how do we go about getting this bad boy on the old uh, Game Pass over here? <laughs> Bungie were like, how do we go about getting on your uh, top secret yeah. little uh, showcase there? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean... Probably, you know, the inner scratch my back, I'll suck yours. It's kind of similar with Ori as well. Um, the Ori and the Will of the Wisps, they're oh, to be like, yeah. oh, we're doubling the frame rate um, on Xbox Series X. Um, so there you go. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was like, okay. It was like, great, I played That's... that game on PC. What are you, what are you trying to say? Like... <laughs> yeah. If, if, you, if you fucking play it on a, on a Titan XP or some shit, like, guess what? You, you're probably running that game at like 500 frames a second. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I didn't really get this. Like, okay, and? Yeah, whatever. The the other one I didn't get, if I can quickly interject with another game from slightly earlier on in the showcase, was yeah. uh, Forza Motorsport. And I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest Forza guy outside of the Horizon subseries, so I right, haven't been yeah. following the trajectory that it's been going on. But that seemed to me like all of a sudden that game went from, hey, they make a Forza Motorsport every two years and it's got a number behind it, to yeah. all of a sudden they took a year off and now they're rebooting it and it's just called Forza Motorsport. But it is still fundamentally just a racing game, although yeah. one that just kind of looks better in the ways you'd expect for Series X, i.e., 4K 60 FPS and ray yeah. tracing. Like, what's that all about? Yeah, is that's kind of weird, isn't it? It's not like you can re. You can't. How can you reboot a racing game? Yeah, really? like like in, when this comes out, just two year, two years afterwards, do we get Forza Motors, Forza Motorsport two again? Like, what no, is, get, I don't, no, no, you, surely you got to understand, dude. You get Forza Motorsport Ragnarok. Right, how, Chris. How long? How long until the Forza Motorsport? Yeah, or two for, two Forza two Motorsport. I, I mean, know. if they actually embrace the street racing kind of thing, that may, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know that was. We don't need to talk about Forza because it's Forza. But that struck me as weird. It almost seems yeah. like playground games got so good at making Horizon games that, that Turn Ten were like, "What are we gonna do? No one likes normal <laughs> racing anymore. People like people only like racing against speedboats." And helicopters. See, I, I kind of feel like this is like um, if you if you talk about a new Xbox console, you're just going to talk about a, a Forza game, and it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Especially after uh, Grand, the Gran Turismo thing on PlayStation, it's like, yeah, they, right. they almost have to represent but the racing then, games. Right? Gran Turismo looked more like a game than this Forza did. Like, what are you gonna like? The joke is old now. There's only so much rounder that wheels can get. Like, what are you doing to cars? <laughs> yeah. You took a year off, and you still don't have a release date. What are you doing to the cars? They're very shiny. <laughs> Great, nice is it, one. Is it? Isn't that the thing though? Is that you need to have every every sort of console or every, you know it has to have its kind of flagship game series where it can say, "Look, this is how we do shoot you, shoot you, bang bang," and then they have to have this is how we do racing because you and then because racing is the real world trying to recreate it in as in as yeah, um, honest a, a way as possible and <clears throat> with super fast cars and now we've got weather effects and now I've got this and now I've got that and it's like they th- we know they have to do it we know they're going to show yeah. it but it almost gets to the point where like yeah we know you've got to do it so maybe just just don't make a big deal of it and just go oh there's another one but you knew that was happening yeah i mean it's kind of an odd thing it, it looked nice but yeah i agree with you and another game that looked really nice was rare's new title which was called Everwild. um yeah where you play as an eternal and build a bond with nature and you bring animals back to life but it's just like that trailer that they showed off as as gorgeous as it looked it was kind of like a, a shell say a cell shaded uh, but some kind of like hyper-realistic hybrid. It looked really cool, but it's, it's like, what am I doing in this game, guys? <laughs> yeah, what it did. It looked like they put for an anime. It didn't look like they were putting a game. Like, 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 what, what is the game? Yeah. What we okay, so, so let's take two, two, two parallels here, okay? Avowed, where it's like a CGI trailer. It didn't show you much, but you kind of... You knew you knew what you could expect. You right? knew that the camera was going to be first person mode. You were going to be holding a sword and casting spells and yeah. fighting monsters. Like you, you got a lot yeah. out of that. And, two and, seconds. And more likely than not, you're going to be a, a hero that is going to go after some rising evil in the land or some shit. 
But then this Everwild trailer is that what, is you just going to go around resurrecting animals and doing hippie shit with smoke and shit? Like, I, I would not be I would not be surprised at all if Everwild was a two D platformer <laughs> and they were like, yeah. and that yeah. was just the uh, you know like, and this they just yeah. had to happen to have but some yeah, funky like, like, animation. Hate to fucking bang that drum again, no. but sh- tell us more. Like fucking and hell. The reason it's particularly suspect with Everwild is, and I don't know if people are going to disagree with me on this. Steph probably mm. will if he ever watches, but. <laughs> I remember when Rare announced and started showing off Sea of Thieves, and we all looked yes. at that and was like, that's a good-looking pirate game. What do I do? Yeah. And they showed off Sea of Thieves again, and we said, that's a good-looking pirate game. What do I do? <laughs> and they released Sea of Thieves, and we all played it and said, this is a good-looking pirate game. What do we do? And they've yeah. spent like three years adding content to Sea of Thieves, <laughs> so it's more than just, well, you can get in a ship and find treasure. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I played that game at the start of the year. If you ask me what Sea of Thieves is about... You get in a ship and find treasure and spend money on clothes? Yeah. Like, but it, yeah, but it's, Red it's Red almost like... They, 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 they need to add substance. Them yeah. of all studios. It, it's kind of weird because Sea of Thieves is almost like they have, they have a gameplay loop in that game. That gameplay loop exists, but there's no reason for that gameplay loop because it doesn't connect to anything. Right. Yeah. See, I can, I can, I can answer the question, Jamie. You say, "What do you do in Sea of Thieves?" I can tell you, mate. You do nothing because I've played that game a lot. With I've played that game with you, with Steph, with Chris. Yeah. We didn't really do anything. Yeah, which is why we haven't gone back to it, have we? Because it, it's, it, yeah. it's it's fun in its own right, but like it's almost like the, this you whole play idea, a chicken in a box. Yeah, this whole idea you of make your own fun is like, yeah, I can make my own fun, but I still there still needs to be a reason for me to make my own fun, yeah. right? Yep. Sure. Yeah. Like you got to be, you got to be aiming towards something. Yeah, you have like, a goal like if if, if the goal is purely oh you can climb a ladder and become this like prestigious pirate, okay, that's only going to scratch certain people's itches, all right. And if the other side of it is like oh well you can uh, hoard gold and and uh, get cosmetics that have no bearing on the game whatsoever, it's like who cares? Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of bizarre to me. But like I I wish that Sea of Thieves was a better game because. Yeah, like I said, the, the gameplay loop is there. The gameplay loop is not bad, but it's just nothing around it. Anyway, oh, I'm, I'm getting worked up here, fellas. I need to. I, need to, I think we've overlooked the best game. We've overlooked the best game so far. The Are most we? impressive. Yeah, man. How can we? We haven't talked about it yet, but as dusk falls, <laughs> uh, that is going to make Look, an awesome wiki. I, when I. When I <laughs> I, w- I looked it. at that trailer and I was like... No, no, I hold mean, on. J- Jonesy's getting confused. I think you actually mean to talk about Tell Me Why, Jonesy. You're talking about... Oh, the- no, Tell Me Why. <laughs> Not as dustful as Tell Me Why. To be fair, they could be the, you could combine the two and just call it Tell Me Why, colon, As Dusk Falls. And they could be or the Tell Me game. Why, The Dusk Falls or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Tell Me Why is the don't nod game about two twins in a small town in Alaska crying. I yeah. like the way that I made a joke and completely fucked it up. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, it's it's peak Josie. It was that right forgettable. There. That, that forgettable. peak Josie. But so, yeah, hold on, because we've got to remind people that Don't Nod is uh, from the people that make Life is Strange, which is yes. a, a great series. Two, there are two great series, in fact. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not three. Let's just say two. Um, <laughs> and this seems to be another episodic, are you going to cry this time journey? <laughs> and the answer is yes. Yeah. Oh. I love that as a subtitle, are you going to cry yeah. this time? That's great. Yeah, but uh, what what Jonesy was alluding to with the wiki is I, I commented when we were watching the the showcase. I said, e- e- even with Life is Strange, like, so I played the first uh, Life is Strange, didn't play the second one, and it's almost like 
you can enjoy that game just as much purely by reading the Wikipedia entry about the story and be like, man, that's a fucking sick, sick story. Oh, and just dear. leave it at that. Like, yeah. don't, 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 don't ask me about my relationship with Life is Strange then. I was really. I, 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 I want to know now. You like, sobbed like a little girl, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know if I actually wept at all. I don't know if my tear ducts were 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 energized or moving. Sorry, I thought like oh. I thought I heard like some rattling around in my room. I thought like a cat had jumped through my window or something. <laughs> the plant was coming to get you. I'm still yeah. not sure. I'm still not sure. Nothing did happen. Maybe one of the oh. plants is coming to get me. Um, uh, we'll warn you if something creeps up behind you. Yeah? Well, I, I should be able to see it. I've got half an eye on, but um. Mm. I was kind of weirdly affected by Life is Strange. I was like, fuck, man, this is really deep. And I really like the music. And I really like these characters. And this is really sad. And I don't know what yeah, decisions so to make. Pop on the OST and read the wiki and bawl your eyes out. Well, I was going to say there's, there's a song that plays in one of the episodes of Life is Strange. It's a real song by a real artist. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she listens to it. Max listens to it at some point. And I've still got it in one of my playlists. And I still listen wow. to it every now and is it, then. Is it J- Jamie's Tearjoker playlist? It's not. It's a, I think it's weirdly enough still in one, my on-repeat thing. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. Jose Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. Uh, Heartbeats, which was became famous from that advert of all the coloured bouncing yeah. balls bouncing down the street. So, Sony Bravia. Ah, yeah. right. Yeah, there's a song on that same album called Crosses. But... Um, for anyone who wants to shed a tear while thinking about maybe lesbians uh, <laughs> turning back time for each other, you don't need to play Life is Strange. You just need to listen to that song. But see, um, I'm I'm with Chris. Like those, they're they're very well written. They're they're cool stories. But when it comes to like, is it a game that I want to sit down and play? I'm like, I I'm just as happy reading the wiki entry. I think Chris was bang on. Yeah. And I think uh, Tell Me Why is probably going to be another one of those. Oh yeah. You, need to, you guys need to remember, it. I'm the guy that rewatches the perks of being a wallflower every twelve months just <laughs> to see if I'm still alive. I <laughs> see so you're not dead oh, inside. Man. Yeah, just to make sure I've actually I'm not I haven't gone into full psychopath oh, mode. I've still got empathy. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, talk, talking about the other one that uh, Jonesy was mentioning is As Dusk Falls, which uh, it's so it's so weird, dude. I, so it, it's... I don't know. I do, like, honestly, I can't actually remember what even what this game was. Yeah, as Dusk is Falls. it like an interactive story, I guess? This was, this was the one where we joked it looked like a Scanner Darkly 2. So it's oh, got that weird animation uh, yes, style. Yes, of course. What was yeah. the animation style called, Chris? Oh, yeah. So, so I was saying that like, when I used to... Uh, animatic. Did you say animatic? Yeah, animatic. So when... So an animatic, if you don't know, is when um, advertising agencies are like, this is what we're going to do for a commercial or something, and they're talking to their clients, maybe they're pitching it, they will get an artist to draw out basically a storyboard. Then they would give all of that stuff to an editor, which would be me, and the editor would animate all of these hand-drawn frames, sequences, etc to show off the movement and you'd, you'd put placeholder music and a placeholder voiceover. And this game looks exactly like a fucking animatic. And I was just like, this is mad. This is absolutely mad. Because they'd gone even, I'd say, maybe one step even more lazy because what they'd done is taken shots of um, live-action actors in, the, in poses and then Scanner Dark lead them up so that they looked like animation and then... Uh... Yeah, but then, but then those like those dudes wouldn't move in the animation, but they'd be like just their hair would rustle in the wind. Yeah, but they're just yeah. completely still, like like this, like. You well, guys yes, got Jamie, me excited. I, I will. Da, 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 da. 
And you guys got me excited because we saw some of the production stuff at the beginning of that section. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys both thought you saw James McAvoy. <laughs> you yeah. didn't like James you McAvoy. You just saw some random dude. Yeah, I'm going to go back to and get you the screenshot and show you. It, it, it's not James McAvoy, but it looked like it in the, in, in the okay. moment, in, in the heat of the moment, all right? Yes. Oh, God, I don't know. For me, the weird thing about this whole showcase, right, and I think as Dust Falls it co- kind of um, is a good example, is what you, what you generally want to do, it seems, if you're one of these games companies, is you have your heavy hits, right, and then you want to pace them like you'd pace a game or a movie. So you go heavy hit and then you kind of calm it down for a few paces by having some more boring stuff or some yeah. DLC or some, like, indie games. Then you have a heavy hit again and because you need to control the pacing of the whole thing. There was far too much of those small, um, I don't really care, DLC, updated things. Yeah. There, there weren't enough heavy hits, um, which is why I think, in general, this whole conference just felt a little bit like a damp squib for me. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like some of the other things. So obviously, the Halo stuff was good, even though we have our reservations about it, which we spoke about. That's fine. Uh, Avard blew me away, personally. Um, I thought Avowed looked. I thought Avowed looked like probably one of the best, um, you know, announcement things that I'd seen on the, for this yeah. whole show. Avowed for uh, me was just like a, a. I'm glad to know that existed, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, yeah, yeah. And I guess the other one that was really good for me was trying to look. Yeah, what was it? Where was it? It was uh, the Crossfire X stuff. Right. Which, uh, yeah, the campaign for Crossfire. X. The campaign for Crossfire X, which is uh, Remedy developed. Um, Shot off with a new trailer. Everything looked so fucking cool in that trailer. Like, I remember we were watching it. It's like, man, I'm getting some Metal Gear Solid vibes. Jamie, you said it reminded you of... Um, crisis. Yeah, some Crisis stuff with the suit that they were kind of showing off mm-hmm. there. I just think that that looks fucking cool. But yeah. curiously, it's, it's, that's not going to be available on Games Pass. That's going to be a standalone... So, so the multiplayer of Crossfire X is going to be on Games Pass. And the game itself, the single-player campaign... Is going to be a separate, uh, separate package that is going to be sold yeah. separately. And I guess for anyone that doesn't know, the multiplayer part of Crossfire X is is made by Smilegate and is an extremely popular Counter Strike like yeah. FPS that does ridiculous numbers in Korea. I think. Yeah, yeah. We Something we did like on on all time gaming. We did a video that was like six of the biggest games you'd never heard of, and we're just looking. I mean, they're all coming from the like Asian market because mm-hmm. they. They're played by so many people there, but they hardly ever come over to the, the West. But yeah, Crossfire X is one of those that's making the jump because it was so successful there. And, you know, it could be easy to dismiss a multiplayer game with a tacked-on campaign from a different developer, but it's fucking Remedy, my dudes. And this actually looks so good. Yes. I also want to rewatch this trailer because apparently we didn't notice it at the time, but I found yeah. out since that the music for the trailer was a slowed down version of X Gone Give It To You. And now I need to go back oh, and wow. see it. Oh, wow. Nice. Crossfire X. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Ah, okay. I didn't there, get that either. There was also some like weird fucking stuff though, like Fantasy Star Online 2 and The Gunk and fucking... <laughs> I will say, if we were giving out awards for the best named game of the entire show, The Gunk, <laughs> the Gunk. is... I mean, that's phenomenal work. That really is. Like, I have so much admiration for that. And that's also the gunk is from the same makers of the Steamworld Steam stuff. And I played Steamworld Dig 2, I believe, on the Nintendo Switch um, yeah. off the back of a purchase a suggestion from another podcast to listen to. And I played it over a Christmas break, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. So the gunk could be cool, could I guess. Be cool. Yeah, another game that could be cool, it's not really my cup of tea, though, is the uh, that Warhammer stuff, Warhammer 40,000 
Dark Tide. Yeah. Which is kind of like, I guess, the futuristic version of uh, Vermintide. Yeah, kind which, of like... Which, ver- sorry, Chris. Yeah, well, it, it's just saying that, like, Vermintide is always a game, and Vermintide 2, by extension, was always a game that I kind of really wanted to get into, but I, I just never got around to it. I'm, I'm not a Warhammer, like, fan or anything, so, you know, that 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 nostalgia for the the series kind of washes over me. But, yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. It's like a four-player co-op game. Yeah, it looks interesting. Look, look, it reminded me of GTFO, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, they didn't really show that much. So, One yeah. of the ones um, that I think I thought probably looked the best and I thought would look like it had been made incredibly well, which I have no intention of going anywhere near, was um, <laughs> the new trailer for The Medium. Yeah. Uh, which, like that, gen- from a game, pl- from a uh, sort of a production perspective, that looked kind of incredible because the game renders two worlds in real time simultaneously. So I suppose you've got the overworld, and then you've kind of got like the hellish underworld. Yeah, um, which I suppose makes sense because if you're a medium, you can dip in and out of the of the the evil side or where the spirits live or whatever. Um, but I don't want to go anywhere near that game because it looks absolutely <laughs> terrifying. I'm with you but- there. It it looks really cool, and the concept is really cool. But yeah. I- Shit myself. I've got, I've got a feeling that I can see us inside the next one or two calendar years sitting on a sofa filming the <laughs> last play of the medium because apparently that's what people well, like. Well, the funny thing is uh, we we were quite friendly with some people who, who manage Bloober Team's releases and we yeah. are still friendly with them as the super show. So you never know. We might Indeed. be getting sent some stuff. Who knows? Well, because yeah, we went that- and out Blair Witch, right? Yeah, exactly. I think I could handle it. If I was with you guys I, and one of you was playing, I think I could handle it. Well, but if I had to play that game like on my own... Dude, that, that's my relationship with horror games. I don't fucking play them unless, unless oh, you <laughs> you guys are my fucking crutches. Yeah, but that's why knowing those people is scaring the shit out of me because you guys don't. You guys didn't see this. Steph was the person that see this. But when the they got in touch about Blair Witch, they were like, would you like to come and see the game before it comes out? And we were like, yeah, and I took Steph with me. And you kind of think, oh, you know, it's a video game, like a session like a preview session so we're going to be sit sat in a room bunch of people around maybe a few drinks or whatever bit of breakfast depending on what time of day it is you get there no they'd split out booths about eight feet apart with black curtains and you had a black curtain behind you you were entirely blacked out sitting in the pitch dark playing Blair Witch on your own and because it's a demo it's like we'll come out when you're finished and I was like what what do you mean and it turns out I got on better than Steph but that's just (laughs) <laughs> but that's funny because I wouldn't even say that Blair Witch was all that scary, but this one looks fucking horrifying. It definitely could be. I mean, they, the more, I feel like Blue Team, the more they experiment with this genre of games, especially since the first Layers of Fear, which was felt at the time like it was trying to cash in on the whole first person adventure horror game kind yeah, of like trend. Yeah, like Amnesia and all that. Exactly. I think what they've demonstrated with Layers of Fear 2, with Blair Witch and with Observer is a growing, at least, understanding of the more psychological elements that you can mess with to freak people out and yeah. and how you can also weave interesting game mechanics into things so it's not just like, hey, walk around in first person until you get you scared, which is yeah. what the, some of those games have been in the past. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, like... 
that but that's the problem isn't it right you've just what you actually just said there was these guys are figuring out how to really fuck with your head better than they have in like they couldn't do it that well like with these earlier games but they're getting better and better at using psychology to really mess (laughs) with you and i'm like i'm not playing these games like i i they look amazing that it looks incredible i want to play it it sounds cool i'm not touching it with a bloody barge i guess what i'm saying (laughs) is like it's ambitious i don't want them to learn how to make me feel more like i'm gonna shit myself i don't even mean like the psychological horror stuff but i mean like when i think about blair witch i think about that you know how you have your dog with you the whole time and the dog has controls and the way you interact with the dog through the game changes the relationship you have with it by the end and you think about the 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 tape mechanic where you're going through the the tape on the camcorder and rewinding stuff and affecting the environment that's come a long way from fucking slender man which was right one of the earlier examples of that style of first person horror game like they're you know trying, what? They're trying to. Slender Man freaked me out enough, so I'm, I don't want them to get better at <laughs> I'm it. I'm starting to think maybe you just we should get Jonesy on camera on his yeah. own playing these horror games. Yeah. Like maybe no. I was the foil. Well, you, you you guys always get me to fucking play the games because I think I probably am the one that gets the least freaked out. Yes. But yeah, I think I think maybe this one, if we do Whoa. this one, it, it's Jonesy all over it. He's, I don't know, he's man. Almost, I don't want to do he's it. He's almost nominated himself without realizing. He's it. revealed a deep secret here because he wasn't on the Blair Witch streams. He wasn't on the Layers of Fear streams. Like Jonesy managed to. Avoid. Why do you think I wasn't on any of those streams? Because well, I, I don't like playing the sorts of games. Scared, so it wasn't that interesting. But now you're revealing that actually you're deep down a big scaredy cat. I'm and, a massive um, scaredy cat when it comes to games. Resident Evil I, 8, Jones, the Jonesy playthrough. Stay tuned. So Res- Resident Evil, I, I've never found as bad, but like layers okay, of fear. I don't want to go anywhere. Medium, just the medium then. Yeah, just the medium. <laughs> J- Jamie can take over Resi, Resi 8. That's fine. Uh, and well, another Dead, game Dead Space that, was bad enough, man. That got me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Another game that they showed off that could be potentially quite scary is a new Stalker game, Stalker 2. Mm, yes, indeed. Which is, yeah, kind of there's a strange history there. I think, Jamie, you're probably the, the more yeah, tuned I mean, up on that one. I'll be honest. I was reading about a lot of it for the first time myself just prior to us recording because yeah. IGN referred to this trailer as like an announcement. I was like, I'm sure I've heard... There's term Stalker 2 thrown around. Yeah, I, I had two as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. So it turns out the original Stalker developers, the team behind Stalker uh, Shadows of Chernobyl, I think it was called, were working on a Stalker 2 that got cancelled or quote-unquote frozen sometime around the end of 2011 20, and the beginning of 2012. And something weird happened with the studio a long time ago. Essentially, yeah. half of them formed a new studio that went on to make a Battle Royale game called Fear the Wolves or something along those lines. The remaining employees went on to join 4A, who perhaps unsurprisingly are responsible for the Metro series, which yeah, you know, very similar both visually, thematically, you know, so on and so forth. Um, around 2018, the original Stalker studio came back and said, we're back, Stalker's back, Stalker 2 announced. They put out a screenshot, and from what we believe, development started then, and now, sure enough, two years later, here we are with a trailer, and yeah. so... You have it's to a pretty cool trailer value. as well. Like, yeah. it, it was very moody, very atmospheric. Like, people but love more than that. Yeah, but more than that, there wasn't much going for it, was there? No, I know. I, I was surprised a little bit by just how into yeah. this game some people were on Twitter when I was checking after the fact. But I guess, you know, people really did like that first one, so. Yeah, that's weird, man. And then, uh, you know, that was pretty much the end of it, but there was that almost that uh, Apple-esque one more thing <laughs> yeah well and, actually and it, before the one more thing i was going to throw out did you want to talk about psychonauts chris 
because that was. Oh uh, yeah. Or do, I don't know if you skimmed over that on purpose, but you're a Psychonauts guy, so I wanted to. Throw yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't skim. I actually forgot about it. Uh, yeah, they, they had Jack Black there, and I, I, I was almost thinking because we know that they've got that um, uh, Double Fine have another game in development. Yeah. Jack Black was there, and then uh, Tim Schafer was wearing his Brutal Legend. I was like, is this is this Brutal Legend two? That Could would have be? been fucking game of the show. That would have been pretty cool, but it wasn't. It was just Jack Black is playing a character and singing a song uh, in the game. Uh, fine, some you know, new gameplay, new trailer. That, that game still looks fucking cool and fucking funny, and I'm really looking forward to it. But it is no longer launching in 2020. It's now launching in 2021, which is a little bit disappointing. But what you're going to do, that game, I've waited a long time for that game. I can wait a little bit longer. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. That's the spirit. Uh, but yeah, then there was that one more thing, Jamie, and that, my man, is over to you. Because uh, this is basically all you wanted to see since uh, as soon as Halo finished, Jamie was like, right, <laughs> this is what I need in my life. Yeah, we just need to stress the point that up to up to now in the show, Jamie's going, oh my God, they're not going to show it. They're not going to show it. They're not. Oh, they're better because if they don't, oh my God, I, <laughs> which was great. I, I loved sitting there for that. It was brilliant. Stressing well, out. The good news was, I guess, technically speaking, they showed it. Te- technically, technically. Um, the game that I think everyone by now knew existed in some way, shape, or form, the reboot to the classic, I guess, action RPG series, Fable, has yeah. finally been confirmed with a CG trailer and yeah. a little logo treatment. And 100% less Peter Molyneux. 100% less Peter Molyneux. <laughs> the exact right amount, as it turns out, of Peter Molyneux. <laughs> this is, in fact, being developed by Playground Games, who uh, have been working on the Forza Horizon series. There was a weird thing where they haven't... So they haven't given up on Horizon. Microsoft essentially doubled down with what they've been doing with Horizon, bought them outright, and created a new... Something ridiculous, like 200-man studio that they started Jeez. hiring up two or three years ago. Yeah, this is a big... They essentially created a new wing of playground games from the ground up for this project. And to be honest, you look at environmentally what they did on on Forza, there's no reason to suggest why they couldn't at least have a decent crack at it. Obviously, that's all we can speculate on at the moment because that's basically all we saw. We saw a Tinkerbell-looking fairy motherfucker (laughs) flying around. Which as soon as you saw, you were like, I'm out. I'm out. But then they did what I wanted them to do, which they fucking killed it. It got eaten by a frog. I guess that technically is Fable's brand of humour, which was never the most highbrow shit, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, lads. I think the thing was, some people are going to be really happy that this game officially exists, that this was just their confirmation of their way of coming out and saying, yes, it exists, this is it. And I get it. I just, I'm not one of those people. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys listening and how many of you two remember, but Phil Spencer stood on stage two years ago, two years ago, and said... Playground games are, work, are hard at work on a brand new RPG game that I think you guys are going to really love. And he yeah. said something like, be really familiar for you guys. It has been an open secret that Fable's being rebooted by Playground for two plus years now. And I honestly didn't think, I, I thought, I was convinced we'd see it last year. And I didn't yeah. think we'd have to wait this long for what we got. I'd, I'm not suggesting I wanted gameplay and blah 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 blah. I don't want. I don't. I wasn't suggesting. I thought it should have to be a 21 at 21 game or something like that. Yeah. I just wanted a bit more. A yeah, work, just a, more. A, a world, fair, a concept, a character, a mechanic. Because yeah. effectively, a what you got was, a, was a you got a glorified uh, logo reveal. Right. It was exactly that. Yeah. Because here's like, the thing I, with. Sorry, Chris. Go for it. It's, it's all right. I was going to say. I know it had the fairy and the frog, which was showing off that just that hint of humor. And they showed off this like mushroom world, 
right? Yes. You know, but to me, it was it was almost on par with like Bethesda revealing Starfield and uh, Elder exactly Scrolls Six. It's like okay, those didn't have as much as what you're seeing here, but it's in the same fucking vein, dude. Yeah, and the, I think the frustrating thing for me is that Fable. And may, again, maybe people will disagree, but the way I see it, Fable can, in theory, be a surprisingly blank canvas. There are a lot of staples of the uh, Fable games, like they've got obviously a sort of somewhat mystical action RPG world with monsters and stuff like that, but it's all fairly deeply entrenched within some often quite British sort of folklore and a British sense of humour. Everyone's got a wonky English accent. It says <laughs> things like, chicken chaser. Um <laughs> It's got a weird sense of humor. Like I said, it's usually about one character's kind of progression as they grow in renown and sort of reputation. And will they be tempted to turn to the good side or the bad side? And uh, a lot of those kind of systems and mechanics in the backgrounds. But I do still quite firmly believe that it is a blank canvas in terms of how you present it and how serious a world, even just the style, which we did get a bit of a hint at. Like, there's so much more I wanted to know that even a minute-long CG trailer could have told us, much yeah. like Avowed. Um, yeah. But we didn't get that. We didn't get that. I think that's absolutely fair, though, because, for example, like when um, you say Phil Spencer mentioned it two years ago, well, alluded to it two years ago, they could have showed this two years ago. There would be nothing to have yeah. stopped them. Like, a, a, a fucking, you go to a VFX company and they knock that out in a month. Yeah. If yeah. you want so them to you, do that. They could have done that at any yeah. point they knew yeah. that this was going to exist. Well, you know what this kind of reminds me of? Well, not reminds me of, but it, it comes to mind when we talk about this kind of a thing. Was the Raising Kratos documentary, right? Oh, right. Where they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, when we did that trailer, we didn't actually have a game and we just fucking cobbled right. something together. And you look back at that trailer, it's a fucking amazing trailer. It's like, yeah. okay, like, it's, it shouldn't yeah, be. If, that if that's hard. what you can cobble together when you've got no idea for the game, then yeah. that means any, any company can cobble together anything to represent any game to that degree. Yeah. And so when you have a, something like this that you know has been in the works for a few years or a couple of years at least, yeah. it's a little bit... I can see why it's disheartening to people like you. Who I, I just, I just don't it. think that the fable should have been the one more thing in this thing. I think the fable should have been, here's this big, exciting title that we've never spoken about and here's some info on it. And then had you know something what I else gone, for, for one more thing. Do you know what I would have gone with with the one more thing? And yeah. this is an easy, easy win for me. It would have been go through this entire show, have everything set up and go one more thing. All of these games are going to be available on Game Pass. Yeah, but they did that right at the start. And but that's what middle, I mean. They should have... at the end. <laughs> but I wouldn't have mentioned it at all. I would have got right to the end and then I, and everyone would have been like, oh shit, hold on. What did I just see? What am I going to be able to play like yeah. day one on Game Pass? Yeah. And then that's well, a really like, positive. There were whereas... a couple of other rumoured things that like... There's the we didn't see what the initiative are working on, which is rumored to be some kind of perfect dark reboot. There were also weird rumors that Xbox were going to like kind of abandon the Xbox Live Gold uh, concept and multiplayer would become free, which would be again an interesting one up on Sony. That that could have been a one more thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of weird. Well, but hey, that, that's, Fable, uh, that, Fable, Fable's real, guys. Fable exists. Fable, making, Fable's a real thing. Guys, yeah, that's I, the, sorry, I don't know if you've heard the news, but they're making a Fable game. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, Jonesy, uh, Fable. Uh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, Anyone? I heard I heard something about fairies. Uh, yeah, they're making a Fable game, so uh, might want to check out oh. that uh, that brand new Fable. Yeah, I heard there. they're also making a. They're, they're doing a game, uh, something like uh, Halo. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I think I think you got the wrong end of the stick on that one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that that's it. That's pretty much the majority of the show, and yeah, a bit of a. A missed opportunity to one up on PlayStation, 
but it is what it is, and uh, you know, it, it it's weird. It is what it is. They're, they're going to have to have another showcase, right? Where they're going to show off the hardware because they've specifically said this is not going to show off any of the hardware. Right. Yes. And especially with the rumors of the kind of like uh, cheaper version of the Xbox One S or uh, Series S, you'd imagine that they'd have one more thing at the very least before um, before launch. So maybe maybe there'll be more Fable stuff then. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. I'm not holding my breath though. I think this was their big thing. They might have more, but I think this was the yeah. big thing. I, I will I will say this much. After two Xbox things and one Play, like don't get me wrong, PlayStation One was way better than this. I still think it was pretty mediocre and average, and it's just kind of put a huge damper on my excitement for all of this because I'm just kind of like, well, on the Xbox side of things, it doesn't matter because I'm getting I've got PC and I've got Games Pass, and then PlayStation is like, well, I'll buy a PlayStation Five for Miles Morales and eventually like a God of War Two or whatever. But like, there's there's no reason to get super excited about any of this stuff. I think. Yeah, I. I- yeah, I get what you're Which is a from. shame because it, it sh- you should be super excited. Maybe it's just yeah. my age. Maybe I'm just a cynical no, old fuck. I, so I'm like knows. I'm I'm in a position now where I was having a weird thought the other day that I don't want to not buy an Xbox Series X, but I need to be aware that I'm playing a PC that will run all of those games better. And I yeah. already subscribe to Game Pass. So when Halo Infinite comes out, there will be a part of me that just says, Dude, you don't need to pay five hundred quid to play <laughs> Halo. You need to pay ten. And I know yeah. part of that is what Phil wants, so I don't feel guilty about it. Shout out yeah. to Phil, yeah. first name terms, obviously. <laughs> there you go. Right, well, I think that's it for the podcast. And guess what? One hour 36, boys. Oh, wow. Xbox need to have a showcase every week. Fucking hell, we're flying. <laughs> and, and not only that, I know exactly what the code word is going to be. Oh, yeah. Chicken chaser. Chicken chaser. Chicken chaser. Chicken chaser. I thought you were going to say Granny Gumjobs for a second. Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now. Let's go with Chicken Chaser. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add, or could we sign off? I think I'm good to go. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, about me Jonesy. too. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're really going to do it before it hits one hour forty. Fucking. Let's hell. do it. I mean, we what could pad. F- we could pad for time. I, I could maybe tell a joke or something. I don't have one ready to go. Uh, but I, well, I yeah, that's it. it. That's all we've got for uh, this <laughs> well, week. But, Thank you so uh, much for uh, listening. And that's it. Let's cut it. Okay. All right.